Hey everyone, JWoww here with another episode of the Netflix 500 where my friends Hayden, Joshua, and I clear out our entire Netflix list three movies at a time. We've got something special lined up for you today. This is the very first episode we ever made. We recorded this two years ago before we had even settled on the Netflix 500 name. There are many reasons as to why it took us two years to finally get the ball rolling. Joshua and I moving away to different parts of the country being one of them. But yeah, this episode is two years old and only two of the movies we talk about on this episode are currently on Netflix, which is fine because the one movie that's no longer there I barely remember, which is a good sign that it probably sucks. Anyways, I'll let 2018 Joshua take it away. Today we're going to be talking about three movies. Uh, we're going to let Hayden pick where we're starting. Oh, we're going to talk about uh, an independent film called Prodigy, a major motion picture named Hostiles, and a Netflix original called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And these, and these are all movies that you can find on Netflix list right now. By the way. Okay. <laughs> so I think Hayden, I have to start with, obviously, the best one, Hostiles. All right. So we're going to start with the... Oh, already with, making... Wow. That's a. I mean, the best out of all three. Here. <laughs> out of all three movies. And you want to start with? Okay. Yes. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, Jaywell. Just go ahead and just overview it for us. Hostiles. It's a Christian. It's Christian Bale. I thought you were gonna say it's a Christian movie. It's a Christian movie. It's, it's definitely by, not Christian. It's produced movie. by Kirk Cameron. <laughs> um, no we won't offense. be reviewing those movies. No, no offense to the Kirkinator. Uh, just you know, it was so, a joke. Okay, Hostiles buddy. is a western. Uh, came out in 2017. Wow! And it's about a a U.S. Army captain who's ordered to escort um, some native tribes uh, to their homeland mm-hmm. in Montana. Yeah, and it's I mean, as far as westerns go, you know, they had their place in in the movie history cinematic scope of things. Right back in the what six like early. Uh, early 40s to... Yeah, like, I mean, it would... I guess you would say early 40s to early 70s. So, yeah, and uh, it's kind of fallen off, and you don't really like see a, those that much anymore. There was a small resurgence in the 90s. There in was. In the early 2000s with Unforgiven, 310 to Yuma, things yeah. like that. Yeah, and then uh, it's still, still kind of a rare find. Yeah. And well, I mean, especially was, rare to find something that's really good. It's rare to find a, a story in a Western that hasn't been told. Yeah. And, like, uh, a couple years ago, there was a Magnificent Seven... Uh, yeah. Reboot or reimagining, I guess, with Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. Yeah, and aside from it being, you know, star cast, yeah. all star cast, great and, cast, and having humorous moments at the time uh, in certain parts mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, the movie really overall wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. It didn't do anything different, and that's the problem with westerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any movies like Tombstone. Uh, I would say that. No, yeah, I'd say Tombstone is the, was the movie that didn't necessarily do anything different, mm-hmm. but did all of the Western tropes really well. To me, Westerns feel the same That's every fair. every Western because I mean they're all put the same place. They're always, let's say, they're always traveling some sort of long distance, and then. They always run into some sort of problem with somebody. Well, I mean, that's most movies. I mean, <laughs> it's called the hero's journey. <laughs> no, be, I'm just saying be, all westerns fair, though, have that same you're right. thing. Yeah, yeah that's be, and this is what be, happened. To be fair, uh, westerns really they they try to uh, capitalize on the fact that it's uh, nostalgia. Not not so much nostalgia, but like the the era of like westerns is always yeah. Um, in the past, and, yeah. and since we really didn't have yeah. like urban areas yeah. in that moment, yeah, it te- that's why westerns tend to look the same because they're always in a desert, yeah. always in a canyon. Well, you know, I mean, like westerns that. are a purely American creation, uh-huh. uh, even though a lot of them were shot in Italy. <laughs> so I totally uh, didn't take notes on this, so I'm like 
on, on Hostiles? I'm, oh, I'm having Hostiles play as Don't we're worry, talking. Bro. Oh, so, I have notes. So, so, are you serious? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> watching it as we're talking so I can skip through <laughs> if I need to find a certain scene. Um, so. I thought that they're... Uh, okay, I'll say this. Westerns, I think, are going to get a nice resurgence because of the star... Or not star power. Because of what Westworld is doing. Mm. Westworld is telling Explain a Western... That to me. So Westworld is a future movie that is a amusement park. Do we want to give them play. everything? No, I'm just telling them like basically. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there's no spoilers. There's spoiler. So it's basically just an amusement park where you get to go play cowboy. And there are like machines there that are hosts that indulge your fantasy of being a cowboy. Is it like VR? Uh, no, because like you're actually there. Like, if okay. you're you're physically inside of a music park wearing clothes or not. I mean, there's parts in the show, so, you know. We'll find uh, out. But with guns, Westerns. everything. Yeah. So I think that they are doing something different because there's not a lot of R-rated Westerns mm. in the way of, like, violence and depictions, things like that. Like, if you go back and you watch McClintock or True Grit with, like, John Wayne, people get shot and they just, like, grab their stomach and they go, Ugh! For those of you listening, <laughs> I slightly fell to my left. <laughs> but um, Westerns, I feel like, are, are a difficult thing to capture and do really well because they focus on the genre and not the characters. In Hostiles, it focuses so much on two characters, uh, Christian Bale's uh, captain and the Native American chief, that are literally at odds for their entire lives up to this point. Because he cut his stomach open. Dude, I mean, spoiler spoilers. <laughs> well, you don't actually see it. You don't actually see it. He's true. So it's not a oh, spoiler. This will be. I guess this will have spoilers for the movies, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it will. Yeah. It, I guess we're too late to yeah. say it. But if you don't want any spoilers for Hostiles, you know, this Boo-hoo. is the point watch, right here. Watch the three movies first, then no, listen to this. Just listen to this and then go watch them and come up with your own ideas. With our ideas in your mind. But if you do not want spoilers, then get the heck out. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you listening to a movie podcast? But I will say this. All of the acting across the board, and I think they are very specific Mm. in their casting, because all of the acting is in stinking credible. Oh, my God. Christian Bale was so perfect for this. There's that scene. I've got to say, this is probably... Tell me. I don't know, man. It's it's so up there as far as uh, acting goes for Christian Bale. I think this movie's got to be in his top five. I would say top three. Yeah. I would say, I'm not going to list them because I can't even think of all his movies. But I will say this. Uh, I think the casting was not only really specific for actors who are incredible at dramatic acting. Mm. Because when you watch a trailer for this movie, you more think action-y western kind of deal and not slow play drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is one thing. This isn't a uh, you know this isn't really a spaghetti western. No, where it's action, not like a gun gunfighting all the time, yeah. constant all that. It's not magnificent. It's seven. a real it's a real slow burn. Yeah, but it's it's a worth it burn. Like you cannot very, let go. Yeah, uh, it's what's not the his, slowest burn? But what was your uh, that's true? What was your favorite moment in the movie? Hayden? Mm. Oh gosh, um. My favorite moment moment in the movie would moment. have to be uh let me let me find it. <laughs> He's scrubbing through, He's scrubbing Netflix. through Netflix. I yeah. can't I'm remember. Him do it. I would say I had two favorite moments. The first favorite moment was whenever Christian Bale had to leave 
his corporal behind in the hospital because he got mm. shot while they were out on the first run. Yeah. And that scene right there between them two was incredible. I couldn't do anything else except feel exactly what they were feeling on the screen. My other favorite moment was whenever that dude with the biggest beard I've ever seen on a man uh, go to the Native American chief and apologize in their language. God, that was good. That yeah. was, and it was like raining really hard. I was like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And uh, that was just okay, incredible. It's, it's between two spots. It's between when the guy with the big beard, mm-hmm. forgot his name, it's when, him and, it's when him and Christian Bale at the beginning when they're oh, sitting and just yeah. talking and he's like, I think I'm done with this, yeah. you know? And Christian Bale's like, no, you're not. You know, you need to do this, you know, with me. Yeah. And the second one would be when he is, when they're out uh, in the canyons and he's like letting the other guy off duty. Yeah. And he's telling the other guy. Oh, yeah. I've never killed anybody before. And he's like, this is a really weird feeling. Yeah. And how he explains it and everything. Discount Matt Damon. That's what I call that guy. (laughs) He looks like. He looks like Matt Damon when Matt Damon was in The Informant and almost had like a heart attack yeah, from other that weight he gained. Is exactly what he, he looks like. just like discount Matt Damon. Yeah. Anyway, what yeah. was yours, J. Well, dude, I gotta say that the it, I guess I'll I'll go with the the same thing two parts. Although it's kind of twofold, really, uh, as far as the intro is incredible. Oh my gosh, I it's, forgot about it's that. It's incredible. Yeah. It lands you right into this 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 the world. Really, the world, yeah. The world that they it's, have to live in. It's Roseman Pike's character with her family in yeah. their in their cabin or whatever, and they're just kind of living their life. And then, you know, these Native Americans come into play. Cherokee or something. I don't. I don't, know, I don't remember the. It wasn't Cherokee, but I can't remember their Apache. the name right now, oh. and the name of the tribe. And it's just the mean Indians. It it literally just lands you right in the okay. middle of this whole situation, and you're just kind of like, wow, this is what's going on right now. Like, boom, you're That's right in it. That's the world that they're you're in the middle. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like there's confrontation going between yeah. these, you know, Americans, these Western, like living in in the right. land kind of thing, just yeah. living through, trying to make things work, trying to make ends meet. Yeah, and these Native Americans who are just trying to take back what's theirs. Right. Or you know whatever. Yeah, no, and, I understand. And dude, that intro just kind of lit. Like I just, oof, oof, it was incredible. That was Rose, a but Olsman, Rose, also, Olsman. <laughs> I was I was in the middle of saying her name and then said also, also Rosamund Pike. I mean, just wow. a riveting She's performance. Amazing. These, She's an amazing. I, I, drama not actor, to give anything like, away, but the scene where um, where she's digging with her fingers. Oh my god! Uh, like her whole performance in the entire movie really was great. Thing. But that part specifically, when she's kind of yeah. putting her family to rest. Oh, Oof. dude, it's I, just but, or when she's carrying the baby around. Yeah, yeah. but know, also like him. playing opposite that that extreme. Christ, everything Christian Bale did in those scenes, yeah, was amazing as well. It was it was it was like watching. Two perfect figure skaters. <laughs> Perfectly figure skaters. That's a good analogy. They were really in sync with each other as far as what would he, as a man who's literally seen war and death for at least 20 years, because, I mean, he probably joined when he was about 17 or 16, and he's in his early 40s probably in this mm-hmm. in this movie. Not in real life, but in the movie. But he gives a really good performance as well. It's oh, like we don't really see what he went through. You no, know, yeah, with the, we just see grizzled in the, the war. Yeah, warrior. you just see the kind of the the what's come to be of this broken man who had to fight through all these things and all these. See so many people that he loved to kind of like yeah. Oh, died. that scene whenever he's talking to him about you've lost friends. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. great loss for both he's, of us. I mean, he really he really sells that. Mm-hmm. You you really believe that character in that moment. Yeah, this is. 
the most interesting. This is the most interesting thing for me, is that uh, the theme uh, throughout the movie is obviously reconciliation. Yeah. Con- yeah. Uh, which is incredible. This mm-hmm. is one of the best movies I've ever seen actually show reconciliation and not just preach it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the way that when we start off with Christian Bale and like his uh, his army buddies, they don't trust them. They hate them. They hate the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. They want them basically all to just go away and die. Yeah. And we watch him progressively change his attitude. Mm-hmm. Towards an entire group of people because that he of, hates so yeah, much b- for an entire group of people because of five people that are with him, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the movie, he's literally confronted with who he was, but in another person, yeah. in the way of that rancher that was like, yeah, yeah, "Here's yeah. my land, get him out of here," you know, and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna." I'm gonna kill all of you, so <laughs> bring it on. And then he did. <laughs> that I was mean, amazing. If you come across Christian Bale with a gun, uh, I would immediately like turn around and walk away. <laughs> Even if he didn't have a gun, have you seen Batman? He didn't didn't have a gun there, except on every vehicle. Yeah, I I really got to say that the mm. the character char- character arc yep. for Christian Bale's character is just. Absolutely. Did you just? Uh, sorry. Something I made it in the trash can. Something I noticed out. was the respect that he gives Rosamund Pike. Yeah. In that movie, you know, like when he walks into the house that's burnt down and she's yeah. holding the dead baby well, and she's like shushing them like they're right. still alive. Yeah. Like the respect and space that he gives to her throughout the movie. Yeah. Is. It's because, Incredible. but that shows us character development in his history. Well, that yeah, we even that see. he doesn't give any kind of respect to the Indians at all. No, the, yeah. the Native right. Americans in, right. in the to beginning show of the movie. The contrast. Whereas with her, you know, these, these, these this tribe completely devastated her life. Yeah, and right. here he is giving complete respect to her, a white woman. So right. yeah, but like to see that scene unfold was to show us that he has gone through. Or seen people go through the exact same thing mm. multiple times because now he knows how to deal with it immediately. He's not guessing about what he should do next to help her. Mm. He just knows what to do. So that shows that he's gone through either extreme PTSD, yeah, or he's walked with it through people, like with people through it, kind of. Yeah, because there was moments where like his his guys under him would try to help her, right? And, and he'd, he'd be like, like nope. "Nope, back off," you know, mm, like. Yeah. Get away from her. Which just shows us history. It shows right. us character history without being like, here's a Christian Bale story. Yeah. You know, like giving us this elaborate backstory. Some surprise players in this movie. Uh, ben Foster. Ben Foster is in this. <laughs> and again, For like he plays. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, but he also plays like the character that he pretty much always plays. Yeah. Not but always, plays, but for the majority. He plays uh, Christian Bale. If yeah. he wasn't, if he didn't. Change yeah, 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 and yeah. grow. Yeah, he's not completely psycho in this movie. Yeah, he's but, uh, he, he was pretty close. He's pretty, he's pretty <laughs> but, crazy. But he, uh, yeah. So, so Ben Foster, Stephen Lang, Stephen Lang, Stephen Lang's in this. Totally, po- you will get this guard. done. <laughs> <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet was yeah, in this as well. I in the did very beginning. not. I was like, I texted you as soon as he showed. I was like, oh, that, that kid from Call Me By Your Name is in this. <laughs> yeah, he's in that. Uh, that was like I a did, year before. That's, that's the thing, though. Name, right? Yeah, it's just, Timothy uh, Chalamet just really wasn't a big player. Right. He wasn't no when this, discount Matt when Damon. When this was kind of being filmed and all that. So. 
Discount Matt Damon. Who is a good Discount? Actor. He's the guy from Black Mirror and from uh, Friday Night Lights and Game Night. Oh, Jesse Plemons. Dude, yes. He does not look like Bro, Matt Damon. He looks like chunky. No, okay, maybe in, maybe Damon. in this movie, you know, it's gritty, no. it's dark. Every, you can't really see his every features. Movie, Bro, he does not look like Matt real, Damon. If you put a picture of him, I want the people at home that are listening put a picture of him. Jesse Plemons. Next to a picture. There's one picture where he looks like him. There's every picture oh, because they look on. exactly the same. <laughs> Jesse Plemons does not look like I Matt mean, Damon. Kind of. Ooh, okay. I can see it. Here's here's something that did interest me about this movie. Uh, Max Richter did the music for this mm. uh, movie. And really? Yeah. Max Richter obviously has done Shutter Island. He did The Crown, The Leftovers. Okay, I take it back. He kind of looks uh, like Matt Damon. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Taboo and Arrival. And that Arrival song that everybody is so keen on using now. Yeah. So I thought that that was really good. I thought that the score for this movie specifically was really great. It was very atmospheric and ominous, but it had drive in places where I was. I felt the tension, but mm. there wasn't necessarily anything like there was just emotional tension happening on the screen. Right. There wasn't anything necessarily like people weren't in the middle of combat or something, you know. It was just great to see him do that. But Scott Cooper, the director, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I haven't seen any of his other movies. Uh, he did Black Mass with Johnny Depp. He did Out of the Furnace with Christian Bale. And he did Crazy Heart with Jeff Bridges. Directing? Yes. And I've never seen any of those movies. There's, <laughs> there's a gnat in here. Um, hold on. Is this the same guy that wrote uh, Wind River? No, that's no. Taylor Sheridan. Okay, did Taylor Sheridan write this? I don't think so. Really? I don't know. I, I don't didn't. Know I didn't see his name on there, but it might be. I don't know. It, it's just interesting because of the whole reconciliation thing, right? With the He's Native very, Americans. This is super similar to Wind it, River. It feels like a, well, a movie of his. The, you know? the thing that ties, I would think, the Taylor Sheridan style is the overarch of one emotion that carries through. Mm-hmm. The overarch of Wind River that carries through is. Sorrow. God, that movie was so good. It was so good. And I would say that this is the same sort of feeling is Sorrow. Sorrow carries these characters mm-hmm. through what they're doing. Just like with the I forgot her name already. The lady, the main lady in In what? Hostiles. Oh, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund and- Pike. <laughs> is it Rosamund or Rosemond? Well, when you say it, you're Rosamund. not going to hear Rosamund. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Pike. Okay, either way. Anyway, we're saying the same thing. We are. <laughs> we're not. Uh, I think that the whole uh, the um, that the fact that like the emotion is really what kind of carried the story forward is really what sets this quote unquote western apart mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, from its in- entire genre because like I said earlier I feel like a lot of westerns base their their entire like niche and their hook is on the fact that it's a western there's they have six shooters and they have jewels in the streets. And, but like this movie was like, hey, check out these characters with PTSD. Yeah. So I feel like that's really what set, sets this movie apart. Yeah. The other thing I really liked about it was the cinematography. Oh, yeah. who was done by a Japanese cinematographer. Ooh. I probably cannot pronounce his name, but try anyway. Masanabu is his first name. But I'm not even gonna try his last name. I need name. you to try his last name. Takanayagi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Say but it fast and no one will question. Takanayagi. <laughs> no, you gotta say the whole thing. Masanabu Takanayagi. And he uh, 
<laughs> he, but, but here's the thing though. What, what, what feels so good about this yeah. as you're watching it mm-hmm. is that you feel like it's a story unfolding before you, mm. you know, you're not looking through any kind of character's eyes. You're seeing, yeah. it's like you're, you're outside of this whole reality and right. you're looking in. Dang. It's kind of like, we know the whole thing that happened with the native Americans. And we can look back at that now and say, you know, wow, well, maybe we kind of messed up, but, <laughs> but, but when you see it in action, yeah, these people have no, right. They don't have any, there's views. no consequences to this. Well, there's, none of this, you know, that's why I thought they're not, it was so they're not thinking about the future right. and what this means to them and how this is going to affect native Americans. That's why I thought one scene in that movie was so interesting. And it's the scene whenever they get to that first town, when they pick up Ben Foster, mm. the, Captain Christian Bale and Rosamund Pikes uh, go to that general's house and they have dinner with him and his wife. Yeah. And the entire dinner conversation that we're cued in on is the wife saying, why do we treat them so bad? We, they're humans, too. They, they, they were here first, if I remind you. And like Rosamund Pike is having an issue. Yeah. She's like trying not to cry because because these for peop- better or worse. Those Native Americans just literally killed her whole family like a couple days before. And Christian Bale has spent his entire career murdering and seeing his friends get murdered by Native Americans. And so general husband guy sees this and he's like, stop it, you know, whatever. But to see people, to see like the public opinion change in a time whenever the military was still considering, you know, certain groups as dangerous and like other groups were actually attacking like settlements and things like that was really interesting because we often think of it as everybody believed that native Americans were terrible because, you know, everybody thought the same way in 1845 or whatever. But seeing that kind of deal was like, Oh, it's interesting. Maybe there was some people that were like, Hey, this is not a good idea. But just very minority and couldn't really, Speak for anybody. Well, they didn't have Twitter, so... That's, yeah, that's accurate. But also, like, just what I was saying with the cinematography, the reason why I feel like it's so complimentary to this story yeah. is because the cinematography is so still-like, you know? It's it's a lot of it's tracking... It's very slow. It's a lot of tracking yeah. shots. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very mechanical. Yeah. So it's not... Like, not for example, I don't handheld. remember... I don't remember seeing any handheld, I don't if think any. there was. Uh, so you just kind of feel like you're on the outside, you're watching something unfold. It's yeah. like a historical thing that happened. You're, but not, you, you're not living this with them you know you yeah. feel that you feel that darkness you know what i mean like there's a darkness that's like yeah with this movie well it's the it's the whole arch uh, or the whole arc of reconciliation right and it's people not admitting things you know what i mean yeah and it plays it beautifully oh it does it so that's what i'm saying it does these great character arcs which teach you things or show you things without preaching at you and telling you, right. this is what we did wrong or something, yeah. you know. And that's how you tell a good story. Yeah. It, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I lost a word, really. It's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys want to talk about Prodigy? Or do you sure. Guys, you yeah. All Prodigy. Right. First thing I got to say. Oh, hold say, on. Oh. Do we want to give thumbs up, thumbs down as far as like oh, Netflix rating? Let's, let's do it. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Hostiles gets one big thumb up from yeah, me. Thumbs same, up. Same, thumbs same. up. Three thumbs, thumbs up. up. Three like thumbs my up. opinion matters. Let's call the, <laughs> of let's, course it does, bro. Let's call okay. the podcast Three Thumbs. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. That's not, that's bad. not bad. By the end of this podcast, we'll have a name. And then, and then our logo is just like th- three all three thumbs. of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Severed thumbs. Anyway, 
so Prodigy, right. the first thing I want to say about Prodigy, the first thing I noticed is that it was a little low budget, but the sound design in this movie it's pretty incredible. is unparalleled with any other indie movie I've ever seen yeah. in my entire yeah. life. So let's talk about Prodigy real quick. Yeah. As far as like getting into this movie. Okay. I was just searching like I do. Yeah. How did you find this? I have no clue. I just <laughs> saw Prodigy on there and I was like, hey, this looks kind of interesting. I don't remember what it was that really appealed to me that I was like, let me try it. It's probably the interesting word, Prodigy. Maybe. And I, I just, I don't know. There was something about it. Just, you know how, like, you when you hover on a, on a movie, it just starts playing it starts a little playing bit. starts playing a little, yeah. Not, not the movie itself, but uh, like it'll either trailer. do a little trailer or the movie will start. And I don't know what the trailer was. I don't think it had any kind of audio or dialogue in the trailer. It oh. was just music and, like, scenes from the movie coming oh, through. Oh, so it was like a Netflix trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just watching it, and I was like, ah, I'll give it a try. So I started playing it, and immediately I was like, okay, this is really low budget. Yeah. Like, you can tell in the camera, mm-hmm. in the, you know... I don't know if it was equipment or I don't well, know. There's just something about it that like it's, it's it looked really low budget. The so, acting really wasn't that great. So why did it go down J Wall's list then? How why? Why did it go on J Wall's list? I don't know. It's interesting. It's like because there's a ton of movies on on my list that I really want to see, and this movie just randomly popped up on there, and I was like, I don't know. Let me when see. Did, Let me when see do you think about. you put it on there? Huh? When do you think you put Prodigy on your list? I hadn't put it on my list. I oh, just okay. saw it and I started planning it immediately. Oh, all right, cool. I was gonna put it on my list, but I ended up just watching it. Yeah, same thing. We're still yeah. we're still on topic, then. Yeah. My <laughs> first impression was this was a horror movie. I thought Did so you really? too. So no, I, th- I, thought I thought for so a little too. bit too. Yeah, At I'm the beginning, lie. when you're watching all of these little four. Yeah. Four, three yeah, clips yeah, yeah, yeah. of their family. Like the old, old home video footage. And it's at the very last one where it zooms the out. The girl's like. And hey. she like looks up. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, Jaywa, what did you do? And then as the movie went on, I'm this like, oh, this isn't nearly as bad as I thought. Oh it was yeah. I thought it was going to be like, I didn't think it was going to be a, a movie. Oh, spoiler. I didn't think it was going to be a movie about like telekinesis. Right. And highly functioning like sociopathic child yeah really the more and more i started what like within like the next 30 minutes there were just yeah. like key words that were being thrown around yeah key phrases by the characters yeah. that i was like i think i know what yeah. she can do right even though he doesn't well it's not like i mean it's not either it's not super original a eh? no but it's also I mean, I mean but it's original in the way it goes about it as right. far as like they this don't is, capitalize on it yeah 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 this is like the last chance that's not original this is the last chance this girl gets before you know before we kill her cut open her brain yeah to figure out what she, what what she is and blah blah yeah. how she can do what she can do right but uh what was what i thought was really original was the character of the uh psychologist, psychologist. yeah dude the psychologist he, okay i love richard neal that's his name oh thanks he did so, he was i think he did really well i thought he did this is what i'm saying you guys said no, the no, acting no, no. was okay. bad i like but him. like i liked him no I thought, him but I thought, everybody else was I terrible him i thought and everybody the girl were good the, i thought him the and the little girl, girl. No. The, the main the two, little girl the was two great. main actors yes. oh, okay, were cool. great yeah, yeah, yeah i thought they were pretty two good two main actors everything else was so corny yeah, so I, bad. That's that's I the, what it I, is. The only the only person I thought was a bad actor was the army guy that needed to just shave his head. No, but like even the uh, yeah. the love interest or whatever you want to put. That wasn't her a as, love interest. I'm not talking about her as being a love interest or okay, not. It's not about that. Yeah. I thought her acting was just like really wooden. It was and pretty really stale. Dry. Yeah. You're not wrong. And it's just like even the what's it called? But she's supposed to be stale. She's a government like. That's, that's fine, but the thing is, we learn throughout the movie that her and uh, the psychologist have oh, had this past, like romantic uh-huh. past. Yeah. yeah, but there is no chemistry there's, there's between no, them to show. Maybe that there that's was. why they broke up. Did you ever think about that, <laughs> no, Jay? Well, <come> on. 
No, you didn't. You only think about yourself. But what I thought was really original with psychologist is that he is a psychologist that comes in blind. Yeah. He knows he had the file to read up on this patient. Right. And he decided not to. Which is great. So literally he comes in and he is the epitome of what we are. We come in. We don't know what this girl's in there for. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Like normally you look at an audience surrogate in the movie and think, well, that's cheesy. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. But in this case, like a psychologist that wants to get the reading from his patient doesn't want anybody else's uh, opinion making up his mind for him, you know? Yeah. And I just thought it was really neat. It's a different take on a, a movie like this. The the thing that stuck out to me, going back to the sound design, was that the dialogue is super carefully, very meticulously tuned. Yeah, it so is. So, like, the, the way that the... What do you mean? Well, the way that their voices are and the way that they articulate themselves. It yeah. almost feels off. It almost feels off. And then whenever the girl uses her any of her powers... Uh, it's incredibly loud and violent because hmm. the dialogue is so low. Yeah. So they make you turn up the movie, and then hmm. anytime she uses right. her powers, she's shifting something. I was heavy. watching this at night when yeah. my wife was asleep, and so anytime <laughs> the big parts came, I yeah. had to like really quickly <gasps> turn it down, and then I had to like turn it back up as soon as right. they started talking. I had to put subtitles on. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the. The sound design, specifically the first time I noticed it was whenever she moved the table for the first time. Like whenever she went, it was so loud. Yeah, it was crazy loud. My ears bled and then I was fine because I believe in healing. Here's my question, though. Do we find out in the movie that the general guy that's the really mean army dude who just needs to shave his head? Is that is that his is that the. His daughter? No. No, no way. No, okay. no, 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 no. I thought it's not a Marvel movie, point, dude. No. I thought I, at some point. As no. far as I remember, she, the, the, she the father it. was never in the picture, wasn't no, no, it? No, no, it was no. just her and her mom. She said okay. that he that he was her dad, but that okay. was just to irk him. Okay. And to throw the psychologist off. Right. But the thing that I thought was really great, uh, also with that was all of the uh like how they played the relationship between the psychologist and the child. Uh, as far as what I was expecting was her to be like, look at me, I'm so smart. And then that happened. And that's how it was for And then he was like, oh, cool. Like, you're really smart. Like, tell me about it. You know, whatever. (laughs) And then when he played her at chess and he freaking decimates her. Yeah. And then she loses it. I was like, this is a great movie. (laughs) Because he was like playing dumb this whole time. Yeah. Really well, because I believed that he was an idiot. And... (laughs) Then all of a sudden he's not an idiot anymore. And I don't feel. I, sometimes I feel like she I never. I that. never got that impression. She does roast him for the first like. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, entire yeah. part she, of the movie. She does, and you can see him kind of recoil a little bit internally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In his eyes. Well, he's like, oh, that but, was mean. But he just um, keeps it going. He kept it going. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. pretty interesting. I thought it was good. Uh, as far as if we're gonna look at hostiles in this compared. Uh, uh, cinematography is the complete opposite. Yeah, it, and it not, doesn't compare and not, at all. Not in the way. There's not like in the four way of shots like, in this entire movie. But that's not not in the way of like bashing the way they shot it. It's right. like the why you shot it this way. Yeah. Because really, it's the same as Hostiles as far as like it's very mechanical movements. Yeah. Everything's on a tripod. Everything right. moves slowly. But everything is so predictable. But it's so different in this case because most of the movie is done inside of one room. You're inside yeah. the room the yeah. entire time. Yeah. So when yeah. you, when you got those same shots over and over again, it just gets boring to look at. It starts right out outside, and then you're in the room the entire movie. Well, it's and outside then for it like five outside. minutes. 
Yeah. That's it. They're in the park just, for like five minutes. They're inside a building yeah. pretty much the entire time. Yeah. And then in, in especially confined to one room. Well, I mean, it's a cheap movie. No, that's fine. You know? That's not the idea that I'm I'm trying to get oh, across. Okay. My reasoning is that I feel like this could have benefited this movie could have benefited a lot more from a different style of cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe handheld to yeah. give it more of a personal feel to some, what's going on some, in that uh, room, you know, some inside Bruce of their Greenwood heads. Greenwood kind of shooting. Yeah, but like in this case it's just everything is outside again and we're just a spectator again. Yeah. And in this case I think I would have been more inclined yeah. to know what the professor was going through. Yeah. You know. I think I think here's one specific thing I think they could have really benefited from. I think in especially in the beginning, whenever he first meets the girl, I'm just talking about shots wise, it would have been in freaking credible to see looking at him from her perspective, it's all shaken hmm. because she's pretending like she's in control, but she's not. And then from his perspective, it's all steady shots because he's in control. He may get his feelings hurt, but he's still in control of that room. She is just throwing insults at him. And then the audience itself feels that. They don't recognize it, mm-hmm. but they feel the shift in the in the camera shots. Right. So they feel how We're she's talking unbalanced. Seven now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like the end of Seven. I totally forgot what Which movie I did from. not see. You've never watched Seven? Oh. No. Oh, my God. I know it's on our next list. Let me check if it's on Netflix. And I, it it's is. It's probably on my list. Hey, there was one shot in this movie that I absolutely love. What was it? It's was it the, the shot, shot of the chair in the background? <laughs> no. It's the shot <laughs> in the control room, uh-huh. the really wide one oh, that yeah. shows everybody. Yeah. And while they're talking, it just shows everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite shot of the whole movie. Uh, I know Jaywalk's favorite shot was whenever he pinned a chair into oh my a door. God. Don't even get me started. That was a pull door. But I understood. Now I see why he did it, though. He put it through the handle of the door. No, that's fine. It's fine that the character did that. Right. That's fine. But you I hate that the shot after the it thing, was... Yeah, the <laughs> shot after is like, okay, this guy put a door... Like He's blocking a door in a different way that you haven't really seen before. I'm going to fast right. forward right? to that. And... <laughs> You're watching. Uh, and whenever he sits down to talk to the girl again, right right there, right after that moment, yeah, he's trying to keep people from coming into the room. Right. And every shot of her speaking to him has that door in the background. With but the it's chair. just awkwardly framed. Like, it's not yeah, a good framing. She's on, it's like, the left framed. side of the frame. It's awkwardly framed just to, like, have that chair in the shot. And, and it's just like, oh, why? It doesn't, it, every single time I saw that shot, I was thinking about the chairs. Like, why? Yeah. Because it's so awkwardly framed. It's, you can blatantly see that the only reason it's framed that way is to include that chair. Because the chair is uniquely placed on the He's door. watching it right now. I and mean, the, the first part of that, though, it shows sense. a straight-on shot of her. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And that goes twice, and then the rest of it is the chair. Has that chair that... It's just yeah. weird to It's me. just out of place. It's yeah. just like, yeah. why would you do that well, just the, to show yeah. the chair? It's got nothing to do with the character. It's, it's got not nothing to do with the story. So, it's I mean, just, even, even yeah. when, they, when they finally break in... They're not in that same position. No. You know, so if, yeah. if they had broken in through that door and they were still sitting in that same position, I get the framing. And then they, they want to show that, that door. door coming through, you know? Right, yeah. But other than that, they changed no the point. shot after that. Yeah. So it's just, it just irked me when I saw that. And it's like, oh, come I on. Just, I know it's an indie movie, right. but like, I just you don't, don't need to show like the really cool things you do. Right. The audience is going to see that and already think of that. They usually you know? do. You don't, I mean, you, don't, you, don't you can't play dumb. <laughs> like, you can't play dumb. The audience knows. What's going on? Even if they, even if they don't, right? I mean, you can't pretend that your audience is dumb, and you have to blatantly give give them what they we grant, want them to see. Granted, the yeah. sound design was amazing, but the action shots were action shots are not good. Like when yeah. she turns around and tries to pick them up, you know, with yeah. her powers, and it's like just really like 
Ugh, she, that's it, not well, good. I mean, I think that this might be the just something about child actors is that there wasn't a lot of weight in her movements. Like whenever you see, so this is actually a little cool fact hmm. in Avengers: Age of Ultron, when you see Elizabeth Olsen who plays the Scarlet Witch, whenever you see her using her powers, she's actually shot uh, normal. And then they play her back in reverse. So all of her movements look super like... Oh, that's why it looks like she's a witch. Right. So like her hand stuff, she's actually just doing like little normal hand stuff. But when you play it in reverse, it like makes you look insane. So uh, whenever like later on in the movie, when they're showing her like use her powers, it feels like there's weight in what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like whenever she's like shooting, like we know in reality, she's literally just moving her arms around and like acting like she's shooting stuff out of her hands. But whenever we see all of it put together, it looks like there's weight behind what she's doing. Right. When this kid uh, moves stuff with her mind, with her body involved, when she just moves the table with her mind, it's like, oh, cool. That was nice. Because there's not a lot of stuff you can do with showing weight by moving your neck. But whenever she mo- puts her hand out there, it was just kind of like, uh, did you did you pick someone up that's like 200 pounds? <laughs> did you really? You know? But, uh, it, it, you know, she's a kid. She has a lot of freckles. Yeah. I was very distracted by that. I'm you gonna were be distracted by the freckles? For the first, like, two minutes, but I had to get used to her. I liked the kid that they chose because... She was very She looks like an outsider. Yeah. You know, she doesn't look like a kid yeah. that would fit I feel in. like she delivered her dialogue. Bro, see, really, you, you know? are not just a normal guy. <laughs> you know what you're talking about, Hayden. Oh, my gosh. You know, bro. You are becoming very, so very smart. perceptive, okay. bro. Let's move on. <laughs> You're right, though. Let's move on. Here, wait, right. la- one, okay, la- one, one last, last thing, thing real quick. One last thing. Um, with her character, when we first meet her, and she's just like this smart A, you know. I she's thought just, that she delivered those lines really see, great. See, at though. first I didn't like it. Really? Because it was just like she was coming off like she was well, being the smart A. Yeah, but yeah. that was the mm-hmm. point. And I know. That's the thing. As the movie went on, I was like, you know what? This is good. I like this. This yeah. is a good v- variance of the, the character. Anyways, what's next? Okay, to all the boys... I've loved before. I what did you guys think? Loved this movie okay. so yeah, you did. Disclaimer. Much. Disclaimer. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? Tyler I have thirty six okay. minutes left. So Josh loves yeah. this movie. He finished it. Yeah. Hayden has a bit to go yet. And I oh. What? Betrayal! What, what do you mean betrayal? Have you seen it? Yes, I watched oh, okay. it. But here's the thing, though. I was really busy and I had a lot of uh, work stuff going on. So I was... Don't give me that. I was watching uh, it in the background in as the I background. worked. That's so, not how you watch movies, man. I, can't, I know. I, can't and I, I have to be in. But that's the thing. I'm the same way. In. I have to watch a movie and I have to pay attention to it. And that's how I am. But I was yeah. really busy and I was working and I had the movie in the background. Well... That, to the point that, like, I, <laughs> I got, like, 15 minutes in and I looked up and I was like... What's going What's on? Going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to like literally watch it straight on right. for 10 minutes to understand what then, had happened. Then let me just give a quick synopsis, right, quick go. overview. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we come in on, <laughs> we come in on this girl who is uh, a bit of an outcast, but like she's still like. Here's the thing I don't like about... Now, nah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, we come in on this girl who's like an outcast. She's just a straight-A student kind of deal. Like She's all this stuff. She doesn't really she's have a normal. lot of friends. She's just, a, she's just a teenager, right? Right. So she, in order to deal with intense feelings of emotions, instead of talking about them to that person or even try to act on them, she decides to write those boys 
letters. But they're not letters to send out. They're just letters for her to dump her feelings into, which is fine. It's totally admirable. Like, it makes perfect sense. You know, whatever. Cool. Do your thing. Be yourself. Whatever. But then her little sister... Here's her basically, well, she's hanging out with her little sister on like a Friday night one time. And her little sister's like, why are you with me? Why don't you have like a man or something, basically? <laughs> and then uh, her little sister finds her box of love letters and decides to mail them to these boys. Uh, chaos ensues. And one of the boys that she had written a love letter to was her older sister, who has now gone off to college and broke up with that boy, uh, boyfriend. And so they were best friends for a long time, and now one of her love letters has gotten out to one of her her sister's ex-boyfriend, who was her best friend. And it's a very, uh, very wonderful story, very, very adorable, very heartwarming, and uh, she ends up with a great guy at the end. I mean, so far, I've, I, I've loved what I've watched. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Uh, the... Okay, John Corbett. Yeah. I love John Corbett. Yeah, too. He's very, so underrated. Very uh, I didn't know who he was before this. this. What? My I Big Fat like... Greek Wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Sorry. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Dude. He's a which great I so good. Love I want to see him in more dad roles in he, movies. He is he a perfect a dad. Perfect oh, yeah. He's dad. great. He's a perfect dad. I loved him. The so only much. time I ever hated him was in the uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding. Serendipity. Oh god! Because he, he was he was the other love interest. He was the other opposite. I don't feel like he's been in a lot of movies, right? Or has no. he? No, he was in. Uh, wasn't he the guy? Wait, no, nope. I'm thinking about a different guy. Just kidding. No, I was gonna was, say he was a guy from Underworld, but he's yeah, not. He's no, that's uh, that's Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? That's I'm, I'm not even close. close. Big <laughs> Fat Greek Wedding for all the folks at home is literally Hayden's favorite movie. He's mentioned it like seven times. I love guys. I love that movie. I really do like that movie as well. I used to watch a lot of movies growing up with my mom. Was it because you were escaping all the bullies? No, it's because we didn't have a cable. We didn't have cable subscription. We didn't have cable subscription. So literally, we would just like like uh, stream or how uh, would you stream movies before streaming? What do you mean before streaming? Netflix was streaming back in two thousand and seven. Oh yeah, you're right. I was still growing up then. I was still in high school. Dang, me too. Okay, one thing I noticed about this oh, movie, okay. yeah. this may sound really weird and stupid because I'm not a video guy. I'm an audio guy. You are a video guy. Um, this movie is like super colorful. Yeah, mm. that's something I really liked. It's very vibrant, but that's, yes. that's that. I think that, that approach is the approach of like young people in right. their mind. Right, I get it. Uh, but it catches your eye. It does. And they dress really co- like yeah. colorful. Mm. She's got great style. She does have great style, which <laughs> brings me back to what I was saying whenever I started my synopsis. I don't like the fact that... A, uh, be very careful here, I guess. Okay, so it just seems like... Uh-oh. It seems like movies cast attractive people and like, this is an outcast. But everyone's attractive. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Except for discount Matt Damon. If you told me in Black Mirror whenever they're like, he's the say, cast, I was like, you? I believe that. <laughs> I'm 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 curious. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <gosh. laughs> that was so terrible. 
Uh, would you say okay. that there's ever? Okay, let's let's talk about some movies that actually do that. That okay. do the that, uh, that cast like ugly the duckling thing. You know where they duckling. go from big this fat Greek to wedding. Boom. Big fat yeah. Greek wedding. Do you would say uh, that's 13, an accurate description? Maybe thirteen going on thirty. No. 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 That is not even. That is not even the story. That's not even. And I know because it's Sarah's favorite movie. So I've seen it like seven times. I'm thinking Princess Diaries. Yes. From ugly to pretty. But here's the thing: Anne Hathaway is attractive before they make her quote attractive not right. really not Bro. in that movie they made her look pretty freaking rough that's what i'm saying though they made her ugly for the movie so you're talking like someone who's already ugly i'm that saying they like make no, 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 I'm, i wasn't talking oh that what way. are you saying okay. i was saying like somebody that you there's actually a difference you okay because for yes. example let's talk about uh she's was that, that was it she's all that or that thing you do no, I think it's she's all that. Is it she's all that. Like, all she did was take off his her glasses. Honestly, that was it. That was it. Her hair that's was the not, same. Everything was the same. That's not like, that's not doing anything. Now I understand what this movie is saying. Whenever it's like she kind of like makes herself a little bit of an outcast, and her ex best friend is now sure. like the school mean girl. So I understand why she would feel alienated. But what I'm saying is, whenever somebody attractive and with good style and presence, yeah. Uh, is like, oh, I'm like 16 and I'm an outcast. How are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> are you? It's kind of like Sabrina. The you ever watch? No, no, no. Oh. Sabrina, Audrey Hepburn. I didn't see that. Okay, it's the same thing basically is that she, she's, well, okay, there's two Sabrinas. There's oh, a remake. Miss Congeniality. No, that, Sandra Bullock is attractive before and she's attractive. Yeah, but, that's but, the she's thing. Like she, but she was a brute. Yeah, yeah she's a brute. That's a great word. What? That's not a... Yeah, she's like she's a dude. Brute, and then she's, she's turned into this like super model. She's not a giant hairy animal from the Halo she's series. A, she's a dude. Like, she's, a, she's just like so a she's bro. So she's a bro. She's a bro, and she's got, like, horrible... Uh, I guess. She's, like, eating things and, like, being gross. But the thing is, is that that other guy in that movie still thought she was pretty before. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what but here's the deal. That's But that's the thing, though. Like, Sandra Bullock is not... Uh, it's not an ugly duckling. They nah, make Sandra it Bullock seem like it is. is but that's the thing. Wonderful that's the same thing. I'm saying with like I Sabrina, they I can't remember who what, what the actress was, but it was Harrison Ford was playing the opposite. Oh yeah, and like she goes away to France, that, and yeah. she comes back after a year, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's attracted to him. You know, probably because she went to France. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> somehow France changed her. I guess wasn't, hey. wasn't that the same storyline? Changed a lot for, of guys in the 40s too. Wasn't that the same storyline for uh, that Richard Gere and? Uh, oh yeah, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? No. It wasn't? What was the storyline then? Pretty Woman is he basically he got a prostitute and just gave her lavish things in life. And then they fell in love. And then they fell in love, and she okay. walked into a store that refused to, like, service. I guess I never watched And it. then she walked in, and she was like, remember whenever you refused me service? Look at all this money I Do have. Do you work on commission? Well, boom. All I know, the only reason I know that scene is because of The Office. My Fair Lady. Yeah. My Fair Lady. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at this. and I have seen My Fair Lady. I'm, I'm looking at like I loved kind that of movie. movie makeovers, basically, where yeah. like they go from one character to another. Yeah. And Scooby literally, Doo. Audrey Hepburn was in at least three movies where that is the storyline. Well, she was really famous. Audrey, it's My Fair Lady, mm-hmm. Funny Face, and mm-hmm. Sabrina. Huh. Miss Congeniality was on the one I YouTubed. Well, aren't you better Ten than Ugly Ducking Trent. Ugly ducking? ducking. Ugly Got duckling duck. transformations. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out, it's ugly. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, uh, some things that I really want to say about To All the Boys I Loved Before. The movie itself, as a storytelling object, was impeccable. It was super good at telling a story, laying it out uh, pace by pace. Mm-hmm. And because of it, and the reason is, is because not only did it have flawed but lovable characters... <laughs> 
they were amazing characters, <laughs> but they were flawed. Okay, that which is, is weird. I, I, yeah, I yeah, heard that I heard the same so thing wrong. as you were saying. Wait, what did you think I said? Flawed but loving characters. <laughs> flawed but loving characters. I said flawed but lovable characters. But the thing is, is that I feel like this is a, a lot of teen movies get trapped in the narration. Uh, specifically, it got ruined uh, for a while because of Twilight. Twilight hinged its entire plot points on Kristen Stewart. Is that her name? Kristen Stewart, yeah. Kristen Stewart narrating the movie through to completion, right? And what are you doing? It just sounded weird in the room. Oh, okay. (laughs) And uh, so a lot of movies, specifically whenever Gary Ross started making the first Hunger Games movie, uh, narration was on the table to do. I love those movies. But by because the way. that's fine. Uh, I don't even remember having narration in the uh, Twilights. Yeah, all of them. What? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that either. It's I also only the watched first one. I only watched huh. each one once. So I, I mean, I watched the first one and the third one. Hmm. They're all good. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna admit it. I watched them all. What? Okay. 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 All right. All right. We're gonna, I'm gonna we're let gonna, it go. We're gonna, I'm gonna let track. that go. We're gonna get into that next time. On I don't three mind thumbs. them. I don't mind them. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so people wanted to avoid the Twilight Trap because they felt like it was a negative nomenclature to have a movie be titled or to be thrown in the bin of, like, young adult movie, coming of age, teenage story, yeah, you know, kind of deal. So they didn't do narrations for Hunger Games, which I think was a huge uh, mistake because if you read the books... The books are just from her perspective in her head. And that's how the movies were. But it was hard to do that because Gary Ross isn't a bad director, but I don't think he directed Jennifer Lawrence very well. Same with Francis Lawrence. And we know Jennifer Lawrence isn't a bad actress. Right. So I feel feel like both of those directors were trying to get her to, like, tell us what you're thinking with your face. And she kind of didn't. But it was still worked because the story's good. Yeah. But it could have been 10 times better. Anyway, mm. back to what I was saying. Narration in this movie is what pushes the feeling and the thoughts forward. And the fact that the main actress, I forgot her name, has one of the most expressive faces I've ever seen helps. She's wonderful. I want to yeah, see her in so many things. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I think she was pretty good uh, from yeah. what I saw. But like, I just, I don't know. I, I think I might have to go back and actually, you need to go actually back and watch, watch this it. movie because it's really good. But I, and I to be honest, it. I don't know if I can really like w- if I really want to. What what's stopping you? I want to see the end. I'm far enough in that I'm like I want to see what happens with this whole thing. Yeah. There's one. I think I think it's the fact that like I was kind of in it like watching yeah. halfway kind of yeah. like working and watching. Yeah. And from what I did see, I already know the end of the story, so it's not like I. What's, wh- I mean, you saw the end, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like, but he hasn't. Right. But but the the so thing do we is spoil that like, it for him? No, no, let's not spoil. Oh, it. But okay. the thing is that like, um, cool. All right, whatever. Like I've I've already seen the ending. Yeah. And there's nothing really in the story, any characters in the story that I yeah. relate too much, that I yeah. would want me to go back and watch it again. I th- the only part that I had a problem with in the movie was the overarching issue. Not overarching. The what's it called issue? The. The main, like the main problem, like the main issue, which was that somebody recorded on their cell phone 
the main girl and the guy that she's fake dating making out in the hot tub. Uh-huh. And nothing happens. Like, they don't have sex or anything. I don't think okay, they've you're gotten ta- to that you're- part. Oh, that's God. fine. That's so fine. you're just talking Don't about like the climax it. in the movie yeah. where the, things actually the, start the shifting. Climax yeah. whenever it's like he does his patented, oh, hey, 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 hey. you know, he does that thing. But, here, but like, here's the here's the, the thing. The I have thing is, is that I feel like there was such an overreaction to that. The characters, I feel like in reality, people wouldn't respond that way mm. to a video of people that you can kind of see from 50 feet away in a hotel and they're in a hot tub making out like schools wouldn't go whoa let's put this up on the walls uh, no no way maybe if it was like a really explicit but the thing is like video, in, the, in the video you wouldn't really know but what i'm saying is yeah but didn't they do that because didn't people know of the whole drama but going on between the main girl and her no. enemy girl or whatever no, she's just dating the enemy girls, fake dating the enemy yeah, girls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they do I'm that because all they, these enemies and because they <laughs> because <laughs> they want right? To but what I'm saying is drama. No, no yeah, she yeah, yeah, was, but like the the enemy girl is the one that recorded <laughs> and was then bolstering. But what oh, I'm saying I is, see, okay. people wouldn't catch on. Yeah, like if somebody yeah. walked up to another sixteen year old, was like. Bro, check out this video. All these people make it out. Right, like, yeah. The sixteen-year-old would be like, "Wow, I better take this and post oh, wow, it all over cool. my locker." I don't know. I can't speak into that. I think that it's possible for all of that to happen. I can speak into it. The thing is that, okay, okay, Josh, the okay. all-knowing and all-seeing eye. Finally, you admit this, God. Um. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, tell us what you're saying, man. It, it's besides the point. I think that the climax itself is besides the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the issue I get from it is this. Here's okay. Two. It's twofold, right? Okay. All right. So the first thing being, I think this is really cool that the guy is uh-huh. a good guy. Yeah. And he doesn't mess up. He seems he like doesn't, he seems like a nice person. He's a good guy. He doesn't mess up. He doesn't do something wrong and blah blah oh, blah. I, right? I think that him approaching her on the track with the love letter, being like, "Hey, I got this note. I don't like you." I thought that was kind of dirty doing it in like public I don't like that. that. Part. Well, he like walked out while she's like in gym running track. His ex girlfriend? Like, no, 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 no. The new the the girl that wrote the letter. The main girl. Uh huh. He can you not hear anymore? I can hear you. Okay, uh, the main girl. He walked out to her while she was in gym on the track, right. and there's people around. At the end of the movie? No, no, no. At the beginning, like the start of the issues. See, I missed that part. Okay. So he <laughs> okay. walked out. <laughs> he walks out to her with the love letter in his hand, and he basically just says, hey, I got your letter. I think it's really nice. I don't like you, though. Like you That know. was the main guy, the guy that he falls for her later? Yeah. And then like they both fell. Somehow. She knocks him down she and him makes down. makes out with and him. And then they to, make out to, to get the, the other guy to get to the run other away. guy to yeah. So Do you know what just I'm go watch I'm it. I'm again. totally confused. Okay. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that him doing that right there, dirty. Like going right. out to someone yeah. in public and being like, "Hey, you wrote me this really sincere, thoughtful, heartfelt letter." Dirty. And it's rude. Like, did she like him then? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is where he did it was wrong. Okay. If he had been like, hey, can I talk to you really quick? And then they like went to wherever, where it was just them. Yeah. Right. And he but gave here's her back the, the letter. The thing, they, they're trying to establish a, a character arc for him and all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like overall, he was a nice guy. He wasn't yeah, like right. really a jerk or anything like that. No, right? I felt like he was good. And also the fact Super that smooth. like, really, the whole climactic really part where like they break up. I wrote some letters. It's not because of what he did. <laughs> some notes. Oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> These two guys are not even paying attention. To what you said it. I'm broke so up. sorry. Keep going. But what I'm saying is that like he, they like Guy who they broke up. Watched for, the movie. They. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize what you said. Bird. <laughs> we need to get like a soundboard so we can have like a flamed sound. Like Once we can invest in things, then we can do that. Yeah, guys, start listening to our podcast so we can get uh, ad revenue. And then, How are we going to get ad revenue? Because we we're going to tell ads. Netflix what we're doing and they're going to sponsor us. Doubt it. Anyways. Not if we bash movies. Yeah, their bashing. own movies. We're yeah, their bashing. own movies especially. The I, I thought, lived in this movie. Yeah. I thought it was original because of the fact that like he, did, he wasn't a bad guy. Like the yeah. climactic part where they break up wasn't yeah. his fault. You're right. You know what I'm saying? What I thought was stupid, though, as far as character, mm-hmm. is that he didn't go and tell her beforehand. Like, he just let it play out for how many days yeah, yeah, until yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. she came up to him and that then he was, told her. That was kind of like... It's like, why would you do that? Why would you not explain yourself? Why would you not explain that it wasn't you and why you went to your ex-girlfriend's room and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I didn't understand why he didn't just tell her, hey, I went to see my ex uh, like an hour ago. That's what I'm saying. I like, told her it's kind of it like off. this has to happen for the movie to go forward. Yeah. So we're just not going to let it happen. Uh, what's it called? Plot convenience. Yeah, it's plot convenience completely. And that's what kind of like, I was like, oh, well, that kind of does it for me. Which this, is fun. Automatically, this movie, if this movie was this good, it kind of just drops some points right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, so let's go ahead and we didn't give a thumb for Prodigy. Oh, so we didn't. Let's go ahead and do thumbs for Prodigy. Uh, for me, it's a thumb up. Uh, for me, it's a thumbs up. It's a, it's a thumbs up for me because of story. Yeah. But if you if you watch it once, never watch it again. For me, it's the sound design. That's why it gets. Yeah, for up. me, it's story. But if I love I love their interactions. Yeah, but if you don't if you don't like care about that stuff, yeah, if you, you just want a, a if you action movie and all that, good time. you probably could just skip this. Yeah. Okay, to all the boys I've loved before. Uh, thumb up, really, really. Thumbs far. up so far. I I'm kind of halfway <laughs> in. Well, okay, because I don't really. I, I you gotta have watch to. Fine. No, you have to have give no, an answer. Right no, no, he Hayden, can he can stop. give a rating later on our next episode. Microphone. You know, it's fine. I'll do it right now. Okay. Thumbs down for ah! All right, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it thumbs up for me because it's like it's not a movie that I enjoyed watching because you I, didn't watch it. I watched it. No, but you I watched didn't. It. <laughs> I literally explained a but main plot conflict me to you. And you're like, back, oh, I never saw that, that part. Very movie and it didn't really matter at the end, right? What? Yes, it did. No, not really. That's how the relationship started. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter to the rest. It met. Mm, it's mm, how they both it, met, but it's it, not how it literally matters so much. <laughs> Anyways, so. Uh, it's I, it's a it's a thumbs down for me because kay. me personally I'm not gonna go back and watch this okay. I have no convenience to watch this all again. right what don't really care so okay. for me it's a thumbs down okay well there we go hey everyone Jaywa here hope you enjoyed listening to the very first episode we ever recorded if you haven't already make sure to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening right now to keep up with every episode and if you can spare some time make sure to leave us a five-star review it really helps us get the show out to new listeners next week we have a mini-sode for you with hayden you don't want to miss and if you want to let us know something we may have missed send us a voice message on anchor by following the link in the show notes below don't forget to follow us on instagram at two underscore 35 media where we post extra content on these films and much more We'll see you again next week here at the Netflix 500.